Mr. B, Mr. B, guy, how are you? <laughs> you need help with that? No, I got it. How are you? I am well. I'm doing a little bit of a, a program promoting my, my cigars. I probably um, want to kind of like uh, uh, remind people uh, that the progress on my cigar right now it's giving it's still giving me that uh we were rated 97 in uh cigar aficionado uh, uh last month's issue and uh actually this month's issue and uh, we're proud of it and it's uh it's our panatella our panatella last month's i'm sorry mark's right because he has the current issue right now um it's amazing how fast these magazines come out with issues they seem like they they get issues within issues it seems uh how how's everything? How was your how was your uh, trip to Pawtucket this time? It was it was good. We 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 came in in Providence in T F Green and uh, we um, settled settled into uh, a little uh, coffee uh, a little uh, kind of a it's a pastry shop that happened to be opened in uh, in South, South Main Street in Providence and uh, we slipped in there and we grabbed a, a, a Danish. And um, I had a, uh, uh, actually had a mocha kind of coffee, a little bit more of a, a sweetened coffee. I figure when I go to these places, you know, I go to these places that prepare your, your beverages for you, I may as well get one that I wouldn't normally want to do at home, uh, but I would like to, you know, I'd like to have, definitely have a taste of it. So I tried the mocha, the mocha java, uh, I don't know, they had a name for it, but uh, it was... Fantastic, and uh, uh, we, I had a, 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 a kind of an old-fashioned cream Danish. I thought that was very delightful, and uh, it's a good start to the morning. And it was uh, good to be in Providence, and uh, and I was there alone, uh, but I had some work to do on my phone, and I figured I would I would continue uh, make a couple of phone calls. Also, got a couple of calls in talking with Nigel uh, at the Quince Brothers uh, up in London. They're in London right now today uh, as we speak. I was uh, speaking with them uh, coming in to Green, like I said, uh, this morning. And uh, I was able to just get make a couple of phone calls at the airport, of course. And, uh, and, uh, but uh, coming, in, it's, uh, coming in and out of the city, uh, it, it's fine to be here in the, in the Providence area. It's good also to, to uh, always get back to South Fork. And I always kind of... Have South Fork in the back of my mind. Uh, uh, I, I formulate my, my formulations are, are, are based on the home. I always want to seem to want to be getting home. Uh, my my, there's a home quality to. to we had a, we had a couple episodes that used the word. We had the word home in it because it was so crucial to the uh, to the to the storyline. And, uh, and there was a uh, almost some some of these obvious attempts at uh, over the top uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of things we did uh, on the show that kind of like reinforced home, home, 
and uh, we had the samplers on the wall. You know, we had the, that that such that that, that approach, uh, the warm the warm, uh, lovely loving mother and wife to come home to, uh, the stability, uh, the 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 uh, the whole idea of the um, the the well the 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 family gatherings and what home is to people and all the different complexities and meanings of the home and with, with the home physically there's a there's a perception of the home physically even 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 to the exterior there's there's a perception there's a perception of direction how the lay of the land how the house is situated that's a mood that's a feeling and this is these conveyances kind of interplay in our dreams, and they, they become part of our dreams. Our home becomes part of our dream and our ideal. And it's, a, it's basically it's a pragmatic approach to it, and that is, it's where I am right now, and it's, my, it's the best I'm gonna do at the given time. And, uh, and maybe, it's a, maybe it's a recipe also, it's a recipe too. Home is a recipe for success, because I think if you implement anything that is based upon uh, the idea of home, then the, the only thing that can come out of it is, is a positive uh, attributes. You, you, can't, you can always go home. You can always go home. Uh, and, uh, and so this is important, and uh, I think it's, it's much needed to have that perspective, and that, that, uh, that self-fork brings me that, gives me that harmonies. But uh, it's good to be here, guys. It's just wonderful. How how did um, how did the hotel go uh, when you stayed overnight? That was good. We were staying overnight at the Dean here in Providence again, and lovely, lovely. And uh, we came out on the streets at about, uh, uh, but it was about nine thirty by the time we come out, and we had saved the our appetites for that. The pastry shop, like I had, the, the, what I mentioned before, um, and uh, so we had a nice, we had a nice. So it was all pleasant, guys. All, all really well and good. All really well and good. If you are one of those discerning folk that like a very discerning and quality smoke, I'm going to suggest to you the Brannigan X line of quality premium cigars. And when I say premium, I mean premium. These are exceptional, exceptional smokes. We have the great Honduran filler that is our own proprietary filler. It won't be available on any other cigar line in the world except the Brannigan X line. It's a dedicated work. We're working with our own factories on a constant basis to bring the quality of smoke that you desire. It's a consistent product. I talked about it on an earlier segment about product consistency and this is all about that. And also it's a satisfying smoke bottom line the product will never disappoint and it is a bellwether to what we continue to do at uh, with our line at least at Brandigan X line 
and it's got the we've got the ring size availabilities. We've got the church hill is is a, is our featured featured uh, cigar uh, that we're working with right now, and uh, it is lovely, uh, silky. Uh, all I can say is a, a full a full experience in cigar uh, smoking, and that's the Churchill uh, from Brannigan X. And I want to just also promote our Penatella, which was rated 97 in Cigar Aficionado recently in uh, their last issue. And uh, we're proud of it. We're proud. We're proud of what Brannigan X brings and to you. We're, we're excited about our products and we want to convey uh, that enthusiasm with everything that we do. And uh, so look for, look for Brannigan X uh, in fine tobacco stores and uh, you won't be disappointed. You will be definitely delighted actually, delighted in what Brannigan X brings in, into your cigar smoking world. Those my my mountain folk friends uh, uh, in the hills uh, of the South Fork. Uh, I like them all. We had a good good uh, kind of like a little bit of a hoot nanny the other night. Uh, invited them down. They brought down some of the greatest musicians from the hills. We're looking at a community of uh, well, it's about 30 people outside of South Fork, uh, live in the hills, in, in a concentrated, relatively small area, actually. It's not a large area, and it's a concentration of some some ramshackle uh, shacks, basically like shacks, and uh, some of them a little bit bigger than others. Some of them, uh, some of them had some land that was appreciable. Others were little, little patches of, of uh, land, still, still big land, no, we were looking at you know, 50 acres, each of these uh, uh, working the work of the fam, the fam, they're growing the corn, they're growing the corn. We had, we had that, that kind of activity of, uh, of sense of commerce up in the hills. Uh, they're making their crops work. They're sustaining themselves. They're growing a lot of green vegetables up there in the hills. These are sod busters, but they're hill busters. And uh, these are the tall, the, 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 the lofty uh, crops that kiss up to the sun because they're, they're at the crest of hills. And these folks live in the crevices of the hills too. They're in the, they're in the hills within the hills, if they can be such a metaphor. But yeah, they're, they're, they're hidden in the hills too. They're hidden back in it, but they're up. Up in elevation, of course. You're always going up in elevation when you're going up into mountain territory. And these are people that are, are strong, uh, and uh, and they're, they're certainly musical. So they had they had about uh, we had about uh, uh, 28, I guess, uh, 28 folk uh, gathering, and some of them playing music, and really really having a great time. So we wanna we wanna do so we wanna have uh, so that's most of what you would call the community is actually who showed up the other day, the other the other night, and the Hootenanny in South Fork. And it was a community event, 
and it was, wasn't organized or anything. It was just it was something that kind of like happened organically. Uh, they, uh, you know, uh, the mountain folk come into town to, to use their, their crop conversion. They sell the crops. Uh, they sell what they can uh, locally and they make uh, localized money that is used in, in, the, in some of the men folk drink, uh, and, but uh, some don't. And there's a moderation and there's excess, ex excess, I should say. Um, but yet the mountain folk have determination for uh, the hard, hard efforts. And, uh, and the music, again, the music is just a result of, uh, of that kind of, uh, that pluckiness, that pluckiness of that attitude. Uh, of life and hard scrabble and frontier yeah frontier with the hills you know I mean you're you're accomplishing something you're you're you definitely up there in, in elevation and uh, and uh, that's what you'd like to be and people like to like to live in the hills and come down into the into the uh, into the into the towns and uh, South Fork is uh, is uh, just a you know, it's, it's really not a lot above sea level. I don't know what it is exactly, it's, but it's not, not very high above sea level. Um, and, and that's just the way it is, and it's a flat town. There are some hills that go off a little bit to the east. There's a, there's a, a run of hills that are actually pretty, uh, pretty within the city limits that are pretty significant. Uh, but aside from those hills, and uh, also there's a southern band of uh, hill plateau, uh, uh, sort of a plateau uh, that's immediate to the north of the river, the uh, Rio Grande. So that's sort of the situation is there's a ridge, there's a plateau ridge that transitions uh, uh, onto uh, the shelf the, the uh, shoreline uh, of the Rio Grande, the delta, the, the, the areas uh, in, that, in that climate. And the climate is, what, what is the climate? The climate is arid. It's, 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 it's a semi-arid to arid climate. And uh, we work with the land. We've always worked with the land. Uh, the land is, 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 is integral. And, the, and that's where the American Indian let me take a sip of coffee here, God, if I can just. Did I move my mic? It's the lay of the land in the whole, um, the whole out, outlay and, and the way it works. And I tell you with the hill folk, uh, with, with, with grandma, up there, and and and, uh, and I know there's it is the uh, the whole uh, they've got actually about a core group of about five families, and they all work and vie vie they ply I should say ply ply their trade, and their trade is crop raising, and. Uh, and uh, the music, again, I'm going to just go on about the music because it's a part of it, it's an integral part of their lives. 
okay? It, it, is, it, it is a way of existing, and they have uh, adapted music and adopted it into their lives, and it is very important, and it is always there in a several way. Uh, it is the, uh, the virtuosity of these players um, in, the, in their style of plucking, uh, and uh, they have all the ingredients and they can convey their real, real art of uh, expression uh, in a dynamic way to kind of propel them as, as, a, as an identity and as a uh, viable and relevant, relevant, uh, relevant source. So, and, and that's what we all want to be, isn't it? And uh, it also is just about having fun. They, they don't really read and intellectualize it like I'm doing so much in that respect. But there is that, there is that aspect. But it's really, it really bottom line, the impetus is the fun, of, the fun of the playing and the interaction. And it really should be that simple. It should really be not approached anything more complicated than that. I think if you have that healthy approach of just communicate with folk on instruments and, and agreeing and moving and progressing and then working within framework uh, and knowing when you know we could embellish and what you could not embellish and when you, when you, when you restrain and, and how that flow works is all the dynamics that are involved in a great exchange of uh, musical playingship playing uh, playing such great music and it's done in a natural again non in a natural um, and uh, unassuming way it's, it's innocence about it there's an innocence of exuberance about the music of the hills and uh, I like the hills I like the valleys but I like the hills you know and uh, and uh, and uh, there's always a story to be told from from, from other Folk, but it seemed like the music was locked in the hills and the fiddles were, were part of the canopy that is the, uh, the uh, low-hanging canopy of mountain, uh, mountain uh, arboreal uh, aspects. So you see, uh, and, um, and these, are, uh, these are the inspiration, this is the inspiration uh, behind the impetus of the uh, the end result, which is in this case the, uh, the music. So I like that about the, the I like that about the mountain folk, and uh, uh, they we had the hoot nanny on uh, I think it was uh, Saturday night uh, last, and uh, yeah it was and. Uh, that was an awesome, awesome time. That was everybody was uh, uh, was dressed pretty, pretty good, and you know everybody kind of like is a, you know there's a thing about hillbillies in that they're not going to dress up for uh, for too much, and then when they do uh, for Sunday service, it, it would be very it's just kind of a stiff suit, and it's. Uh, it's uh, you know it's 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 got a little bit of the hard, the hard scrabble aspect to it, but um, these good families and uh, grandma like I was going to get at was grandma 
uh, which she's 99 and uh, uh, she uh, she had some uh, kind of stories to tell at the hoot nanny and uh, there's a couple of old ladies that were sitting and they go, they go back that's about uh, uh, just about uh, uh, 90 seven years average age of these women and we've got about four or five that are just great and they're really characters they're really characters in there and i like to see all that in the hoot nanny it was a great time for all we all uh we all uh uh got along really well and uh we had the uh, whole town of south fork was out for that one um, and uh, I just pretty much uh, saw everybody I needed to see uh, that night. It was just—it was really fun. It, uh, we, we, uh, we, I pretty much was able to run my entire inventory of uh, of the people that I came into contact with uh, the year before. And it's a recapitulation of sorts. So uh, I really appreciated that. through a little time uh, skipped over uh, from the last segment that I recorded uh, just a couple days ago it's a Saturday today uh, and it's already uh, three days uh, two days removed from Thanksgiving uh, of course Thanksgiving was Thursday um, stayed over at my brother Pierre and my sister-in-law Janet's uh, beautiful home stayed two nights um, Thanksgiving Eve Thanksgiving evening overnight into Friday morning and we left Janet took me back to my uh, studio home said homestead uh, ground zero uh, from uh, where I sit uh, right now and I'm presently in my studio uh, it's good to be home uh, two days later on a Saturday uh, again a little bit of a Segment lag in time, a segment, a uh, little bit of a segment jump. I would call that a little bit of a two-day, a two-day jump from my last uh, entry point or exit point. And um, I want to just say thank you, Pierre and Janet, for having me over. It was a lovely visit, um, uh, and. and the, the day itself, Thanksgiving Day, the day, uh, probably our most important holiday. Let's think about it. It's possibly our most important holiday. Um, Christmas does have that gravitas to it, um, just because it's a very celebrated holiday. But Thanksgiving is celebrated too, and in, 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 in a very, very real way. Christmas is just intensified because of the commercial aspect has a lot to do with it and the, the whole uh, building up drama that the uh, American and uh, worldwide retailers start. Um, you know, even some, I've seen displays go up at my CVS as early as uh, Christmas stuff uh, being promoted already 
just on the heels of Halloween. So, um, and Christmas is, uh, is something that just really rushes up upon us every year. It really does. It, it does come up like a storm. We know it's coming. We know there are so many days till Christmas. Uh, you don't really start thinking about Christmas, though it's not really on our people's, on people's um, radar until, you know, around these, this time, you know, earlier, of course, after Halloween, you know, after Halloween, let's, let's say a couple of weeks after Halloween, you know, we're already coming into late, late October. We're already, we're already uh, finishing up a, 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 the month of October um, was, was, it was a nice month and, and, and it was, it was actually very, very beautiful weather came into the summer and, and the delayed, uh, you know, we had a freak snowstorm in October uh, that we did. Uh, that came out of nowhere. But aside from that, October um, lived, uh, lived up its promise of being a stalwart uh, fall uh, autumn month. Uh, it always has been and it always will be. The major stamp of the fall is, is started in October. It's uh, the real, real fireworks begin as far as uh, beautiful displays. And you'll notice all your peak times are always in October, always at the second, third week of October. And, you know, the wild turkeys are running in the fields. Nature abounds. People are taking hikes and getting out more. It's good to see people walking around even in, in uh, suburban er areas like Pawtucket. Uh, and uh, for also for the fact that uh, people are just sort of not worried about COVID so much, and they just get outside and do it. And uh, and and that's actually the, probably the safest place place you can be. Uh, should you wear masks outside uh, for hiking and other activity? If you wish, you know, if you feel you should. Um, uh, but the the closed the enclosed area uh, kind of contact was definitely recommended there. I would definitely recommend wearing a mask if you walk into someone's home, uh, non-family, uh, something that hasn't been cleared. Um, uh, and uh, so it's so. But the, but the, the Thanksgiving was was really beautiful because I was just coming at it from a just an experiential point of view, how Thanksgiving just blows other, other days out of the water, doesn't it? It's just a special day. It's, uh, it's, it's really one of the great days. Easter is also has a, a real big feel to it. Uh, you know, Easter Sunday has always been important in our family. My dad um, and my mom both serve the church in, in different ways. My mom, through her lovely singing voice, uh, she sang at funerals and weddings and masses, uh, all the special Christmas masses that, that, that my dad uh, put on as the organist. Um, and uh, just, you know, the beautiful choir and all the fixtures. So uh, Thanksgiving, so Thanksgiving invoke, evokes all these feelings. And, um, and, and, and the holidays is upon us. Thanksgiving is the harbinger of the holidays season, and it's a pure holiday season right now. We're coming into it. Um, you know, when you get into the first week of December, leading up to uh, the 25th, 
you're starting to get, you know, your December is really starting to kind of like uh, focus things in now. So that by, let's say, the 10th, uh, I like to use the, use the 10th is to say that I really, really need to, if I'm going to be doing any decorating in the house uh, this uh, season, I've got, I've got to have everything up, including the, the tree, um, um, possibly another smaller tree in the dining room. Um, I'm also debating, so I have these options. I'm debating also uh, putting lights, uh, which I should have enough out front of my yard and just uh, getting beyond a lazy point where I get discouraged if I don't have an outside electric supply uh, to, uh, coming in. I don't, have a, I don't have an outside outlet box. Uh, so it's basically, um, it's basically having to wire it to somehow, uh, I, I can wire it through the front lamp fixture just make a connection point there and I probably will end up doing it that way it seems to be the only solution to uh, tap into the lamp socket um, that way so I just I guess what I would need for that would be a lamp uh, insert plug-in adapter a socket adapter that would uh, transform the socket into a AC outlet. <clears throat> You've seen those small uh, $2 item uh, at, at a hardware store, I'm sure, or an electric store. So decorations um, are going to be something that's going to be uh, having to be decided upon what my commitment level is and how far I want to um, light up the show here. Um, I don't want to overdo it, but I'd like to have a little bit of, I certainly don't want to overdo it. And um, and uh, a little bit of restraint sometimes goes a long way. I think probably in this case it might, it actually might. Um, uh, so I think uh, I think restraint is always good. Restraint's good and sort of, uh, the other word I'm trying to think is, uh, is um, not, not moderation, restraint. Um, yeah, I guess restraint would be a good word to, to describe how you want to sometimes approach things with a bit of restraint. Christmas at South Fork, Christmas in South Fork, being part of South Fork at Christmas. And uh, it was full Yuletide swing uh, when that town got into it, and we do get into it. And the displays are uh, very, very well done. And uh, people really, really come out at Christmas 
and they really uh, have some generosity towards the, the other person. I find that out in a, you know, it's a, it's overall can have a good thing going on in this town. We have our, our moments. Yeah, we have our moments. We, that's certainly for sure. Uh, town has a, actually a little bit of a reputation for rambunctiousness and, uh, and uh, involving both the, the savory and, and let's just say not so savory characters uh, that kind of come into play. In, in any interplay that's going to happen in South Fork, there's going to be a dynamic to it. Let me explain uh, through its skyline. Uh, in when we put the Christmas lights on, we do it at nighttime, and it's a great invention. The electric light uh, allowed us to do that in South Fork, and um, we also add. Uh, it also was wonderful to be able to to use uh, garland. We've displayed garland and uh, festooned uh, many of the businesses along. Uh, for a small town, uh, uh, South Fork has its its skyline. It's got actually uh, it serves the hinterlands outside. Uh, Buxton is a town that is outside of uh, South Fork, and it is just outside and Buxton Hill with some hillbilly population. Factoring in all of that, uh, and uh, you're looking at uh, probably uh, upwards of two to three hundred people, and that sounds like a lot, but you 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 you've got to factor in uh, the radius. The radius uh, goes further, but of course, of course, South Fork is uh, is got a little bit of the uh, it's it's uh, it's hemmed in on the other side by the Rio Grande. And so, uh, not that it's right up against the Rio Grande, but it is enough where it does uh, affect the town uh, dynamics and growth uh, in, a, in a concrete way that you can, you can measure and you can map. So South Fork, though, has uh, still these populations in Buxton, as I mentioned, that it can that it draws upon and it does attract those those people to the town. The town is their center of activity, South Fork, and uh, and uh, you come there to get married. You come there uh, to uh, have a hootenanny, typically, and uh, and you you have uh, well you have just what's going on in the town, but Christmas time's a special time. And uh, it's South Fork. It always has been. It always has been. And uh, the, uh, the the whole town really uh, has a spirit of Christmas. And I found that throughout its whole history. In our uh, 1957 TV series, it ran from 57 to 1963, with the last season in color. And that was Buckles Brannigan. And, and uh, that was the TV show that, that uh, had a good run and it had a cast that was um, uh, sensitive to uh, the direction that the show wanted to take and, uh, and it had complexity. I liked working on it. Uh, I was 
I was involved also behind the camera, uh, uh, and uh, I worked with uh, uh, some of the uh, writers. Uh, I had worked, of course, the, you know, uh, I, the shows are Buckles Brannigan, but uh, I also uh, worked with uh, uh, the direction of some of the shows were directed. I, I like that dynamic. I like working with the actors uh, from that perspective, actually. It gave me a whole other view of, uh, of each of the characters. You, you see it from the side of the camera. Um, that's just, it's just the intrinsic way. It's intrinsic, and it creates a dynamic that I think came at the right time for our show. And uh, by the time we had gone color, uh, the show was already kind of ended up. The CBS decided to uh, cancel the show. Well, it was also an agreement that we we uh, we were okay with it. We were okay. We thought we had to put our best foot forward, and uh, we didn't. We seemed to be. It was not, from what I can remember, uh, it wasn't any kind of uh, it wasn't any kind of a negative negative kind of thing. And the show just ended in 63, and that was it. And it's Buckles and I in the studio um, right now. And uh, thanks, Buckles, for that, that Christmas perspective. Um, that was awesome. And uh, I'm glad you late, you were able to let me uh, do my Christmas perspective uh, into in, woven into your later segment um, approach here. And uh, I thought it was good and it was fun and mildly entertaining, I'm hoping. I don't know, guy, I don't know about that, but uh, it was it was good to talk about the holidays. Um, I wanted to get in that little plug there, and uh, it was good to talk about the Hill Folk in my earlier segment. Um, I think the Hill Folk are, are good people, and uh, I, I just want to reiterate reiterate that. Um, but uh, the holidays in, North, in South Fork are just uh, the best that you, the best that you can expect. And, uh, and I certainly do remember, and I, I also have some other stories I want to tell you uh, a little bit about one time. Uh, well, if I can, yeah, sure. Uh, I want to just, well, it's really had to do with the, uh, it was uh, the delivery stable. A uh, horse had been stolen. Uh, and uh, we were wondering what would, it was uh, something that we had, it was a horse that uh, was brought in by uh, one of the uh, ranch uh, ranch hands. It was a ranch hands horse. And that's about as hard work a horse as you could could ever have a have. That ranch, the ranch hand needs his, ranch hand needs his horse a livelihood. And of course, the horse was, was now uh, gone. And this was a, another one of those cases of horse thievery. And uh, 
this was a something that uh, was not didn't get to the point of a lynching, uh, but they, he was it was a, he was wanted. He was posters were printed, posters were printed because this host this guy was also known as a gunfighter, so he was just a bad hombre. Uh, not only a uh, he was fairly competent too. And but he was a horse thief, and uh, this is the live the livery, the livery stable, uh, the livery stable. That's what I wanted to just reiterate these uh, factors that uh, you know paints a picture, paints a picture of South Fork and where it's where it is, and. Um, that's all I really have to say, guys. That's all I have to say. It's really cool. Are you you're gonna be getting ready to set out? I am. I'm getting head getting ready to head back to South Fork. Uh, but it was good to be in the studio here again with you, guy. And um, much obliged to your uh, cooking earlier. We had a great uh, soup. Um, really looked forward to that. I had I was looking forward to that. And it was really, really, really fun, fun. That was really fun. We had a lot of, we had a fun time. Um, it was good to see you, Buckles. I'm glad that you're able to, um, uh, you're able to uh, uh, proceed with the projects that you wanted to. Uh, you had talked about your cigars, um, uh, not so much on these segments, but you did previous episode. Um, I think you uh, talked with some art and other stories. I think you you had you talked about your branding and X line, and but you also are finding out that uh, you're going to be um, uh, opening up a new Denver store for your uh, saddle soap line. Buckles branding and saddle soap. Uh, we sell that back. Buckles branding and saddle soap. We call it that, and it's a saddle, saddle soap and tobacco. And so what you find is you get your Brannigan X, uh, and we got some uh, beautiful other, other lovely items in that store. It's, it's probably one of the most uh, understated kind of well-designed stores I've ever seen. It's so awesome to be part of that whole Denver, Colorado project. Um, Western theme, but it's not over-the-top Western. It's uh, it's uh, we got it's we've used some kind of suggestions. Um, I think it's probably one of the more tastefully done executions of any retail kind of retail boutique store uh, that I can uh, easily say is, is really the thing, the case of the dynamics of it. And it's really good. It's plunk in the middle of uh, uh, one of the main thoroughfares in uh, Denver. I'm going to be going out there next week. Uh, for, we're going to be doing a, a, a junket. And we're going to be getting people together, and we're going to try to get together to see what uh, what we can do for retailing, and spread our word. I know, I know a lot of people are actually really excited about that, uh, and spread our word about our product, uh, which is the Buckles Brannigan saddle soap and leather conditioner products, and Buckles Brannigan Brannigan X uh, Brannigan X cigars, um, and. Uh, uh, we're introducing new ring sizes in the cigars. Uh, 
Um, we are also introducing uh, a, uh, a special uh, accessory, uh, we've got an accessory line, and, and we've got some, some of the greatest quality pipe cutters that you ever, ever saw. Uh, we've got some incredible gifts uh, that you come along and you can see and uh, these, we call them gifts because they are gifts. Uh, gifts uh, these are fine crafted. Everything about them is top notch, top drawer quality. Um, you know, and uh, and is it premium? It's super premium. This is what it is. It's super premium. These are super premium cigars, um, and they're really not as expensive as you think. They're not as expensive as you think. Um, they're very competitively priced cigar. It's a smoke, smoke cigar. And you would not under, you would realize that some of the, uh, some of the costs of some of these cigars because they've got a certain name and they can charge more because they have that name. And Buckles Brannigan is establishing that name. But the quality is still paramount. And Buckles said, I say, my my perspective is if it has to have the it's got to have the quality level or we're not going to do the we're not going to do this we're not going to do this it's just, we're not going to make it this is not if we're going to go forward here this is going to be the best product that we can possibly possibly extract from the molecular structure of where it, it has to be and uh and our cigar line, it's uh, it's simply got to have that that uh, it's got to have that presence. It's got to have that presence. I guess that's all I can tell you uh, as far as where I sit. Uh, I couldn't have put that any better. Uh, it really, it really, you're actually really right on. And um, uh, so, where do you take the brand? beyond where do you think it's going to be going where do you see yourself uh where do you see the where do you see the buckles brand again even in the immediate future let's say uh one or two years from now um that's probably a harder answer to harder question to answer uh than Welcome to the Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories podcast. I'm Guy Massey. Today, buckles and Thanksgiving reflections. Mm-hmm.